Welcome, welcome to my hangout with my friends. This is my friends. Hey, hey ladies. Hey. So I am Dr. Plummer, Dr. Linnell Plummer, but all the homies call me Linnell or Nay. Um, and on this YouTube channel, we always are doing something related to mental health, our educational consulting, uh, super professional all the time. But I was like, I want to do something with my friends, right? So these are my closest friends right here. I have Ayana. Hi. And I have Janai. Hello. And I have Dee. Hi. And I have Nikki. <laughs> and these are my girls. And so let me tell y'all how all of this happened. This is for the audience. The girls know how it happened. Um, basically what happened is we all watched Insecure last week with the blow up between Issa and Molly. So I immediately jumped on our, our homegirl group. We do everything on our group. We're an accountability group. So we work out together. We hold each other accountable. We're a support group. We love on each other and all that good stuff, right? Um, super honest with each other too. So we were on this group just chit chatting and I was like, you know what? Everybody else in the YouTube world needs to see how fabulous me and my friends are and what we think about Issa and Molly. Especially because we are all very close friends. I think on here I've known Janai the longest for 20 something years and Nikki the shortest for two years, but we all mesh so well and we all have different perspectives, right? So we're not that friend group that everybody agrees with everything all the time. In the end, if we disagree, we still love on each other and go on with our day. But the group, the conversation was so dynamic, I was like, I'm bringing it to y'all. So here we are, me and the homies, Friday afternoon, super chilling. We're not, we're only showing the top up because we at home and it's Friday. <laughs> okay. And we have our little drinks because that's what sister girls do when it's happy hour. <laughs> and we're just going to talk. So I didn't, I didn't have any questions um, or anything like that. I just asked the homies to come on with me and maybe we'll be able to do this quite regularly so we can share our thoughts about so much things with so many um, people, because we are a super positive, thought-provoking, dynamic group. <laughs> so I don't necessarily um, have anything to start with. I guess what I wanted to say to the homies is, okay, so Sunday, what was up? I am so team Issa. I know on the group, y'all was like, girl, but I am so team Issa. Um, but I want to start wherever y'all want to start. And let's get down to these friendships and how things like, Blossom, but also how they like break down. So who want to start? How about I'm team? I'm team nobody. How about I'm not team either of them? So yeah. they, because I feel like they both had their moments throughout the whole season. Like Issa was really selfish, and I'm about me and help me, help me. But I'm not here for you. But then Molly is on. Wait a minute, you called me out, and now I'm mad at you. You, said, you know, you're calling me out saying I have issues I need to work with because you're in this beautiful growing space. And now I'm all an emotional wreck and you're disloyal, which is a really strong word. Yeah. To call your best friend disloyal. That's right. a lot. So for me, I'm like both of them. I'm team neither one of them. Not at this stage in life. But then I had to remember how old they are, too, because that might have something to do with it. But how old yeah. are they? I, I think they're in their 30s. They're, she just turned 30 no. not, and on the show really? on, the, on the TV show in real life she's older okay. but I remember she had a birthday party on episode yes, one she had a, yeah. no she, her birthday party was last season oh. remember and she turned 30 okay yeah okay. Mm -hmm. okay. 
But so I don't think we ever knew how old. I don't think we know how old Molly, Molly is. is. Okay. I think yeah, we assumed they were like the same, around the, the same, same age. Because oh, didn't yeah. they go to college together or something? How are they friends from college? Oh. They don't know. I don't think they get yeah. into that. No. Would yeah. that make a difference if They're they were childhood friends versus college friends? Would it be yeah. different if they were childhood? I think so, yeah. I yeah. think so because think so. when you're in college, I feel like you're already. Um, you you have an idea of who you are. You're not fully formed, right, or anything like that. But you already come to the table with certain with certain things. But it's interesting, Nikki, because you brought up um, what's happening in this season. And I guess part of the reason I'm Team Issa is because I I don't look at friendship. I don't look at their friendship by season to season. I think about from all that I can recall. But maybe that's a good point. Maybe in certain seasons friendships look different right and so yeah. and we say seasons like in the way we form friendships but it, for them on tv it's actually a different season but um yeah i think that's a really good point because what i think is 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 seminal about what happened in this last episode is that it started so long ago and that's why i actually went back and watch the first episode of the whole series. I don't, I don't have time to watch the whole series, but I was like, you know, let me watch this. And from that first moment, they had a big blow up on the very first episode. So yeah. I think it's interesting that they gotten to this point now because I feel like things that haven't been resolved for literally years. Yeah. Like that's how real life friendships work, right? And yeah. that's when yeah. you're really irritated when somebody's like, well, two years ago, you yeah. had said, I look crazy. And you're like, what, what you mean what two you years ago? Right. right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's interesting how the blow up and the tension is so hard right now. But it was a long time coming. It was yeah. a long time coming. So I think. Uh, I think, Linnell, I think you just said something about, um, you know, when you're in college, you pretty much start to know, try, start to figure out who you are and that kind of thing. I'm, I'm going to disagree for some people. Uh, um, and, I, and I'm not even going to say the majority, that majority of um, college students or even that age, like even in your 20s, even th to 30, you know, I feel like and personally like still trying to figure things out sometimes like you know i know i do i can do this and this i do it it pays the bills you know i know who my group of friends are i know who i can count on um but i also know that there's so much more so then there i have all these ideas and all these things going on in my head um but then you know you have these friends that are that are acting on all these things and all these ideas in their heads and you're still scrambled and jumbled and trying to figure out and I, yeah and i feel like i feel like a lot of times um we tend to hide behind what what we know and do um well and maybe yeah. um we we don't put out out in the public or out in the forefront the things that you know we know a little bit about or want to know more about and but we don't want people to know that we don't know if yeah, I didn't know who I was in college, so I'm going to go with Janai on that one. I was a totally different, I knew I liked being around people, but that's about it. Like it was, I only knew the core surface level, go with the flow. I think if you're more of an opinion, I mean, I was like, hey, let's make everybody happy. A true Libra, right? Balanced. Everybody needs to be happy with me. I don't necessarily focus on what my energy, but now at this stage in life, it's about, yeah, no, that's not working for my energy. That doesn't make me feel good. 
Yeah. Like that, that's not going to work. But in college, I would have probably put up with the same thing because I had that relationship. I had that type of friendship. I would, I was putting up with the same thing because we were decades in, you yeah. know, I came to you all 25 years. I had an exact same situation. You don't say anything because is it worth it to say anything? It yeah. builds up, it builds up, it builds up. And now you know what? I can't deal with it anymore because where I am now, I'm not going to do it. But where I was in college, I never even would have considered ending this long-term friendship versus adulthood with all these other responsibilities. Yeah. To Issa's point, you're going to do this now. The biggest part, I'm successful now. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're going to tell me you have a problem? Yeah. yeah. And some people don't know how to handle, um, people don't handle other people's success as well because they're so used to being the person being you know oh, and i don't know i don't know that it's intentional i mean probably i'm sure it's not but um you know when you're, used, when you're used to yeah you're used to getting all the praise and being that person to everybody and yeah. to your and to yourself until something ha something grand happens for you know your friend um and now you got to think about i guess i guess Sometimes, sometimes we're competing we're competing yeah. with those with those people that we call friends and we don't even know it when we could really all just be there for each other and help each other through the process but i think a lot of times um one we don't always like to share um we don't always want to know want people to know everything that we're doing you try to handle everything on your own because now you because you just want to jump out and be and do this grand thing and be this grand person for everybody which has you know proven to be an issue um, yeah. for you. And so I think some of those things um, definitely uh, conjure up, con yeah, conjure up your, your insecurities. Like some of those things yeah. are like, are pulled, something will trigger you and that, that insecurity that you, did, that, it, that you didn't even know you had is like conjured up from your toes and now it's on the surface and everybody yeah. looking at you like, who is this person? Why'd you say that? Why are you so I think they just they there's a lot with both of them. Mm -hmm. with yeah. both right. And, and Molly, Molly wild. Yeah. Oh, so I want to go back to something Nikki said about you know a person being their core self when you meet them. You know we're all developing and changing and becoming you know whatever we're becoming. I question their friendship period. Like, I question whether they were really friends looking at the first episode, because I went back to Yana um, the first episode on a level the where, were they even in sync? Yeah, because are they in sync as individuals in the beginning? Like, their core issues, I mean, or their core persons, they didn't seem to be in sync to start with. So I really question the level of their friendship. You know, I believe in levels of friendship, so. Yeah. <laughs> we just talked so about sure. that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a good point, Dee, because if you think about, because I don't think the series ever does get into when they became friends, but, you know, you know, sometimes you make friends at work, you make friends, you know, in a certain context, and you have a good point, Dee, that how did they become friends? And, you know, all friends are not universal. And yeah. so did they come friends under a specific circumstance and right. just try to keep expanding and keep it going when really that might not have been the case? I don't, it would be interesting to find out. And then secondarily to that, something, Janai, you said 
that made me think about Molly is Molly had always been the successful one of the pair, mm-hmm. right? She was a lawyer. She was a big shot. She had the beautiful apartment with the beautiful view. And Issa is like a property manager in Inglewood, you know, with like no water. And so it's interesting how, when that dynamic shift, how insecure, yay, shout out to the name of the show, Molly got with the whole situation because she wasn't the one who was the only one who was well, Do our friends you know, validate us? So, like, could that get to the point of, if I have insecurities and let's say I'm super insecure about my weight, so I only hang around females that are my size or bigger because that will validate how I feel about myself. If Issa not being successful could have validated Molly and her success because the show has talked about her struggles with where she wants to fit in and where she wants to be in her career and her priority, it shows over and over again, her career is her priority. Maybe now Issa now being successful has taken away that validation that Molly needed of being successful because she's sure to understand it's totally different. So now you've changed the complete purpose of this person being in your life. Yeah, it 100% goes back to are they friends? It it, it 100%, you know, impacts the dynamics, right? Like we're always talking about when one person changes, it changes the other person, right? People are always kind of trying to look for like some balance, some homeostasis. So if I change and and you don't change with me, then of course it's going to be more tension in in the situation, right? I think what, what really bothered me in this situation was that Molly, Molly is successful, right? And she, she not only is she successful, the, she comes from a very stable home. Okay, true, she's mad at her dad because her dad cheated on the mom like 30 years ago. But I don't think Molly should be in a position of judging nobody because she showed up was sitting up on Drove's lap in that bathroom while his wife was at the dinner table, right? So, I mean, don't, don't be judging. But I think that the issue is that when she had, the, the thing that threw it off for me 100% that still gets my blood boiling is when Issa said, when Issa asked for Molly to ask Asian Bay for some help and Molly sat on it for a minute and then came back and was like, nah, I'm not going to help because, you know, I'm trying to protect my friend, my relationship. Okay, cool. Everybody got their own position around relationships. But when your best friend is asking you for a favor that, that really impacts her success, one should not say no. In my opinion, you can't say no. You saying no to your best friend for your new boo, and you talking about there's tension in your relationship, but there's tension because you working hard, right? And I'm a, I'm a hard worker, so I get how that could throw off a relationship. But you don't tell your best friend no. Like, and then she got mad because Issa, the guy ended up showing up, the artist ended up showing up anyway, but Issa didn't ask Nathan to, to do the hookup, right? She was more like, hey, why are you up on their text message? Remember that night? She was like, why are you up? And he was like, such and such and such. Um, and then he later said, do you want to talk? She didn't even initiate the conversation with him, right? And he asked, how can I help you? And then at some point, I guess that's when he must have, she must have said something because we didn't even see the conversation. But for Molly to be mad, like, okay, you don't want to ask Asian Bay, that's fine. But you didn't say that nobody else could ask Asian Bay. 
and and you're wrong because you don't want to help out your best friend. So I guess maybe it does go back to these point in terms of yeah. are you even friends? I dare I dare tell one of my friends tell one of y'all no. Like, can you help me with it? Nah, I ain't gonna be able to. How are we gonna have a conversation the next day? That's, how we, how we I mean, I can see if if her request would put him in his career in a compromising position, but it's yeah. not. No, like she's not a drug addict yeah. asking to come yeah. pick her up from some corner somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like it wasn't something. This is what he does. He's in the entertainment industry. It's all about connections and networking and and being seen and and you know this is promoting the artist on top of that, which is good for business. Yes. So it, it goes back to and I always have to because you know we find how things relate to our lives to the point where once I realized I'm talking to you a certain way, then we're not. Maybe we were best friends. Maybe we were close. But if I can talk to you like that and take that position where aside from our issues, I don't want to help you, then we have a problem. We have yeah. a problem. Mm -hmm. Our relationship yeah. is not what it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they knew they had a problem. And that's where, you know, I kind of, I, I, I'm with what Nikki said in the beginning, like kind of not team anybody because I think they both had periods of being wrong. And that's because y'all are I sober understand. babies. That's how, because y'all balance people. You got a Libra, you got a Scorpio, so y'all don't want to have nothing, right? It is. It is. The ways that I hate you. You got to be team somebody. Team somebody. Team I'm, I'm team us. I'm team us. But I'm going to go against the grain. So Molly felt like she was in this fragile relationship and she did not want to uh, compromise that. And then her and Easter weren't on good terms. If you go back to the very beginning, like I said before, like she was like man crazy. She's trying to be married. She was all depressed because uh, the co-worker got married. She was Asian dating the black dude. That stuff was really important to her. So she felt like she was fearful. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm no, saying. No, but that's, that's valid. That's a valid point, right? Because it has yeah. to do with perspectives and positions. Where are you in life? And that's going to determine why. I mean, if, if Issa had the same focus and priority on it as Molly, then she might have seen it differently. Like, oh, man, I can't touch this. Let me not interfere or do anything, yeah. even though I don't think it was necessarily interfering. However, do you all think that as far as girl code, she should have at least said, hey, I know you didn't want to interfere, but Nathan reached out. Nathan asked me, did I need anything? So he may. Like, do you think that he, she should have said that? No, 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 no. So I think, I think, I think um, Molly could have elaborated a little bit more in their conversation um, as far as, you know, tell when she decided that she didn't want to do it. I think they could have had a conversation and maybe if they talked that through, maybe they could have strategized or whatever, or Issa could have, you know, talked her out of that feeling. But I also think Molly could have used that to her own benefit, you know, to show her man like, oh, I'm down for this. I'm hip. Like, this is his lifestyle too. You know, he he's in that type of lifestyle. Molly, you know, sometimes she needs to pull the stick out of her ass and, right. and you know, and spend some time and maybe do some of the things that he likes to do. So. Right. Um, I think that could have benefited her right there. Um, I don't know if anybody was thinking that deeply or if she was, but I also think she was just definitely being, um, being petty. Um, yeah. and, I, and I don't, and because I think she was being petty, I don't think, um, Issa owed her any explanation 
um, because she was not digging around trying to go behind her back or whatever. Yeah, it was so that it, and it worked out, and they, they're not even on terms enough to be talking. So why would I even be t- talking to you about anything right now? So, right. But she was petty because she was feeling used, right? Mm-hmm. And I know we've all had those friends where you feel like the person is constantly using you for something, using you for leverage. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? Where I think Molly was wrong is that she didn't express it. So I'm like, okay, Molly was wrong, wrong, because she should have said, you know what? Every time I talk to you, you need something. You're asking me for something. I feel very used. This is why I don't want to ask Asian Bay. Protecting the relationship, that was a bullshit answer. Yeah. And, I'm, and Issa could see it was a bullshit answer, mm-hmm. but it would have been valuable if Molly did express the fact that, you know, she felt used, you know. Um, it was just about being used, but if it was just about being used, Yanni, then she shouldn't have been mad. If, then she shouldn't have, then she shouldn't have been mad when old boy still showed up at the, at the, at the scene, right? Like, because. No, no, because that was another example of Issa using somebody. Molly just doesn't know that's not how it played out, but the way it looked like Molly. But that's, but that's not fair. If, if I feel like my friend is using me, then okay, me and my friend need to address that with each other. But like, don't project that and assume that she's using everybody. Like, I just, I just don't think that that's fair. Yeah, I, it, you know, but I also yeah. think that she left the relationship back in Thanksgiving when Issa didn't show up and she was sending those, yeah, do you text. She was leaving the relationship. Molly. She was building a wall. Yeah. Yeah. She had. Re- she was removing her feelings from the situation. So by the time she got to the point where Issa was asking in favor of Asia Bay, she was like, you know, I'm. I've departed this. No, no. I, don't, I don't think. I don't think she quite departed. I think. I think she was trying to um, get Issa's attention. I think she's trying to get her, her attention with those comments. Like, I don't think she's departing it. She's just like, pay attention to me. Like, you know, I, I need to I I you. I need that's to like, me. Nah, but she was up. She was sad. She was blown. sad about it. She was blown. She was, it was not like, I'm good. out of context too, though. Because remember, Issa sent a text and for some reason the text didn't go through or it was a delayed reaction because remember Molly didn't see the text until way later. So it made it seem as if uh, Issa blew her off or whatever and it, and and there was all this delay like all these hours passed but that wasn't the case. Issa stood right there and sent the oh, text. Mm-hmm. She sent the text and then it didn't go through until later. So I'm like yeah. even in that situation it's not fair right? Like uh, Issa Issa's stepfather or whatever has some some issue. The mom chooses to go with the stepfather instead of being with her children for Thanksgiving. That's their own thing. They could do that. I don't, you know, I'm not judging people's marriage. Um, but she chooses that. So she's like, well, I'm gonna go and be with my brother for a little while. And then her and her brother having a moment together. And so subsequently she doesn't go over to Molly's house, right? I think that's fair because Molly is sitting at home with her daddy and her mama and her brothers and her niece. And all of this stuff, like she's in a good, comfortable situation, but she still wants Issa. And I don't think that's fair. Like Issa should be able to have a moment with her brother and it not be judged as, you know, you left me, you ghosted me, you shaded me. Like, nah, Slim, you was with your family for Thanksgiving. I was with my family for Thanksgiving. I told you that, you know, I might not be able to come. And then your response to me is, do you? Me being me, 
I'd have picked up the phone like, son, what's up? I mean, but you guys all know me well enough because right, but that's the difference. You would have picked up the phone. And, and be ready yeah, for me to come back to you. But right? wait a minute, didn't Issa live with Molly for a little while? Like there were times where Issa really needed Molly and Molly was there. So, I mean, I think these are all things that have to be taken into consideration as to Molly's lack of tolerance because living, having lived a situation where something happens, I do say something to you. Something happens again, I do say something to you. And now you're at the point where like, something happens again, yeah, nah, all right, do you, I'm good. And then it's like, we're done, you know? And so I'm not saying that's the right way to do it, but I think there's a natural, when you love somebody or you have some sort of emotional connection, if something, you say something and then it keeps happening, you might start not saying something or brushing it off or being short to really protect yourself from right. you know, kind of yeah. to the point of distancing as far as putting a wall up distancing, not saying I'm never going to talk to you, right. but I'm starting to put a wall up because now I'm managing expectations so that I'm not as disappointed or not as upset when you don't show up. Cause I need you to show up right now. So I'm not saying it's so, sorry. No, go ahead. So for me, it's not, so I told y'all, I, I have circles, right? It, it, it's a couple of rings from the inner core, right? So for me, when you do things like that and you don't show up and it's continuous and I feel like I can't trust you or the, the, the closeness of the bond is broken, it's not like I discard you as a friend. I'm talking personally. You just move to that outer circle. Yeah. You, you may or may not come back. Because we have to realize that some people are for seasons in our lives. But your best and friend? Some people, say again? But your best friend, like your best friend moves from one circle to the other circle without a conversation, like swim. Not without a conversation for me. Not without a conversation. I would have the conversation. But sometimes it just happens, the natural maturation of your life. Everybody can't go. Yes, yes, I 100% believe that, but I believe mm -hmm. where the, I believe, you know, I'm a big component, I'm a big proponent of uh, communication, right? Like, there needs to be a conversation, right? And they, yes, indeed, they were bullshit, oh, sorry, yes, Yanni. That's what we had to do in book club eventually. Oh, we were good. Yeah, we you were done. Yanni took it back to the classroom, right? That's the That's educator. It. Like, I got you. You can hear me, you know? <laughs> I, I'll lift my hand, Yanni, next time. <laughs> no, I'm just but playing. All I'm um, saying is, like, communication is a real thing, right? And I think even on our group text, we were talking a little bit about it, which right. is why I wanted to bring it up again, because... You know, we all have different childhood experiences that really influence whether we communicate, whether we are comfortable communicating, whether we know our emotions, whether we can articulate our emotions, whether we understand our triggers. Like, we all have those different childhood experiences. And then, like, you know, for me, in this particular work, I've been working in this field, so I've been having to practice this work. So it's not, it's super easy for me to be confrontational around, to have a difficult conversation. So I get that everybody is not in that place. However, if, if it's something as big as your friendship on the line, and I, I, you know, you guys know, but in transparency, I'm, I'm married and I love my wife. I've been with her for four years. My friends are my friends. These are people who have been with me way before that time. These are people who have seen the ups and the downs. These are people who held me when, you know, things were horrible. These are people who were holding my hand at different times. These are people who felt my baby when they moved the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you, 
you don't shout out to Yanni, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't compromise that by not having a conversation. Like if it's that connected and that deep and y'all beefing, you need to talk about it. And again, being transparent with everybody who's watching, Yanni and Janai are my best friends and have been my best friends forever. We have had some difficult conversations. They be pulling me up on some stuff and be like, nah, Slim, don't do that. And I and I do the same to them. And that's part of the reason that we've been able to be friends for daggone near two decades, right? Because there's an accountability piece. It's not always easy to, com to converse. And they can talk about their own experiences around their comfort around conversing. But you still got to do it. If the friendship matters that much, if it's truly that important to you, then you talk. You, you, dig, you dig deep and you figure it out. But I, but I think I want to go back to Ayana and then back. V and then Nikki. Ayana okay, and then yes. V and then Nikki. <laughs> yes, you're going to have to direct the class. You're going to have to direct. Yes. This is good. This is juicy. It's real juicy. Because I want to go back to something you said, Linnell, you know, about why Molly, why was Molly mad when Issa didn't come for Thanksgiving? Because all of this stuff had happened and there was a reason Issa didn't come. But we're forgetting Issa never said all of that background. She never told Molly, I'm with my brother. I'm going to hang out with my brother. She okay. never even said, I'm real sleepy. You know, I ate too much. I drank too many margaritas. I'm going to catch up with tomorrow, girl. She was just like, yeah, can we talk another time? Oh, okay, you know, fair, or you, you know what I mean? And yeah. so, but it, it lends itself for me to ask you all, especially those of you all in like the, the real, like intimate relationship, marriage, whatever. Um, how do you navigate that when you like, you just really don't want to talk to someone, right? And you're in this space where like, no, nah, I'm just not coming or no, nah, I'm just not going. People tend to figure it out. So why, why were they able, why are you able to figure it out in one way, but not able to figure it out in another, which leads me to also saying how Molly seems to be figuring it out with Asian Bay, but not figuring it out with Issa. What, okay. what is the difference? Goes there? next, and then, then, I'm, then it's my and turn. I, I can't even answer right now, because I got to be fair. No, no it's not right? your turn. So not your is, turn. is D, and then Nikki, and then J. Go, D. <laughs> That was so much. I forgot my point. But I didn't forget my point. I'm ready. She ready. So we got <laughs> now I'm in Baltimore on my grandmother's porch, so the little motorbike guy just drove by. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to mute. Um, a part of what I wanted to say was that I'm a learned communicator. I don't, I, I had to learn about my emotions. Um, I had to learn about the behavior that is coming from my emotions. And I mean, as an adult, like in my 30s, I had to learn this. So there are relationships that I may have let go or not have had conversation about the way I would now because I didn't know that. My family doesn't like communicate their feelings. I come from a family of A-type people that are like, suck it up, drive on, keep going. Meanwhile, we have all of this stuff brewing inside of us that we haven't talked about. Yeah. So there's a vulnerability when you're learning how to say, oh, you hurt my feelings. Oh, what you said, like, I mean, like, real talk. So I'm buying a house, right? My aunt great aunt today just was like oh that's a nice house i'm so proud of you but you know they're not all that 
Oh, I'm like, yo, <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, you kind of pricked me a minute, yeah. but I'm gonna let it go because I, I know who you are. Um, I know where that's coming from. I know even when we have the conversation, you're not going to understand. So I'm going to let it go. So all of that matters with the person that you're dealing with, whether that be Issa or Molly or, you know, you and your best friend or your uh, close friend, their uh, emotional, I hate to use the word, emotional intelligence (laughs) um, and (laughs) self-awareness matters on what level you can communicate your feelings and the behavior, um, you know, the, the feelings behind the behavior. So, yeah, but, 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 the, oh, oh, my bad. Okay. My bad. Nikki. Okay. Let me, let me get my notebook. Cause I got a question. Go ahead. Nikki. Go ahead triple N. Okay. Jay. Okay. My bad. My bad. I don't like the race hand thing. Just talk. Right. I want to offer a different perspective to the points. I think each of you have made, except I think D touched on, the opposite of that um, in regards to having those hard conversations and when it's an important relationship, that's what you do. I actually, until maybe the last year or two was the exact opposite of that. The more important the relationship is to me, the more terrified I am to have a conversation because I know how much I can hurt you. And it's so important to me not to hurt you. So when I wanted to preserve that relationship and I'm a, I'm a true extrovert. So it's not that talking is difficult, but it's that because I know our connection is so deep that this will hurt you and I don't want to hurt you. So that makes me not want to have the conversation if it's not something that I can get over. So if I make the choice, it's almost like something happens. Can I get over this? Yes, I can. Can I get over it? If it happens again, it'll be annoying, but yes, I can. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to take you through anything bad. So I was the exact opposite. It's not until recently because I had to manage better what I was allowing to manifest around me and the energy around me. But to me, it was the opposite of what you're saying. It was the more important you were, the less likely, unless I thought it was something that could really impact or ruin our relationship. I would, you know, I'm like, yeah, it's not worth, it's not worth the conflict. It's not worth, you know, the, the drama that could come with it. But that also has to do with the people that I was talking to and understanding to these point who they are and their emotional intelligence and their ability as well to know, look, I'm really coming from a good place. So now that I've had those hard conversations, I don't have to worry about these things anymore, but it was a big deal. Like, I just don't want to hurt you. Yeah. Not to say it's right, but that, that's just a different, yeah. Real quick for anybody who's watching, Dee just dropped off. She's at a family get together and the family is asking her to go in. So she'll be on our next video, but okay. Go ahead, Jay. So I'm trying to remember everything. <laughs> I might stutter a little bit. because I'm. to take notes. I know. <laughs> so Ayana, you, um, you, I think you asked how, how are you able to manage one relationship versus the other one? Something like that. Um, a friendship versus like a partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, I, I'm eventually going to say, if I'm in the house, depending on what it is, I'm eventually going to say something if I'm, if it's with my partner, because, um, because I got to be around you every day, you know? So the tension for me, yeah, it's it's so difficult. It is so stressful for me because I, I 
I look at, I think, I like to think of myself as a lighthearted person. Um, you know, I've heard otherwise, you know, everybody, everybody has their um, own, oh, own opinion of themselves. Don't pay attention to them. I probably without making them. faces. You know, <laughs> don't pay attention to them. But you know, I, you know, I, that's how, that's how I tend to think of myself. Like, and I tend to be a people pleaser. So, um, you know, if, if we're in a house together, I'm eventually going to say something because I'm uncomfortable. Um, I think it's, you know, I might let more time go by with, say, a friend because I'm not seeing you every day, you know, and, and so it's not, it's not right in my face. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, even in a partnership, sometimes I won't say anything, and I think, Nikki, you said something like this, um, you know, I'll just, I'll just get on with it. I'll just get over it um, and move on because of how I think you're going to react. You know, and so instead of instead of just letting all my feelings out or whatever, and you know, I tend to think that it's going to cause a bigger issue. And I like to tend to think that you know, there's some things that I can deal with. If I if I can deal with it, and probably nothing's going to change from it, then what's the point? That's mm-hmm. that's how I look at things sometimes. Although I know it's not right, because then you have this buildup, this you know, this buildup, and then this the the straw, you know, happens, and then you explode. And now you're all over the place, and now you're just talking about all this stuff that happened last year and the year before, and yesterday, mm-hmm. weeks ago, and whatever. And now it's a huge problem. For so sure. I think, um, I think in general, I think it's okay to take a second and process it and figure out how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way. Um, I, I definitely think you should also consider other people's personalities, um, but I don't think that you should limit um, limit yourself. Like you shouldn't mm-hmm. not say anything you yeah. know if it lingers I'll, I'll address it yeah, it yeah. I if think it's something that's like a moment I'm agitated I'll move on yeah but I think if you it's not going away it. then I'll have to address it yeah I think you gotta just figure out how how to say certain things to certain people yeah. um, learn how to argue yeah learn how to argue and there's, and there's books for that too right like be like D like we said D had to step off but one of the things that stood out for me is that she said, I'm a learned communicator. And I think that's the case for all of us. Like we don't come out the womb knowing how to communicate. We don't understand, you know, communication processes are nonverbal and, and how tone plays a role and how body language plays a role. Like we don't understand that. But my thing is, is if it's worth it, you're going to do it. Like if it's worth, if, if it's worth the relationship, you're going to learn how to communicate. It's like anything that has to do with learning anything. You know, when you get your college degree, it's uncomfortable as hell. You've taken many classes that are uncomfortable. You maybe want to cry. You know, I'm traumatic because of statistics. But, you know, there's many things that you do that, that are hard. But when you want the end goal, you learn how to do it. You know what I mean? You figure it out. Um, to your question, Yanni, uh, in terms of relationships, like these close, intimate relationships, I think I'm more like Janai. I we don't let stuff really go, right? Like it, we're talking about it because so even if I don't want to talk about it, what generally happens if it's really deep and I'm super emotional and I can't be logical about it at any point, I'm coming to one of you guys and I'm like, listen, this is the situation and I can't figure this out. But I think that's also, you know, and we could probably talk about that in a second too, or maybe we have to talk about it in a different recording. But the, the vulnerability, I think is the word that D used and the trust of, of, of that you have with your closest friends, right? Like, I'm not a concentric circle 
kind of friend. Uh, Ayana has been trying to teach me that for the last 10 years, but I'm not, I'm not really good at concentric circles, right? I know, I know, I know what it looked like. <laughs> so, but uh, I guess if I am, you guys are part of like the inner circle and the trust that I have to be able to say some really crazy things, right? And know that um, you guys are going to talk me off the ledge and you guys are going to process with me. You guys are going to pray oh, over me or what, and, and not judge me. And then when you see my wife, you're not judging her either because I done told you some crazy stuff that she done said, right? And you're not going to judge her and we can all be like on the same accord. And, and maybe some women, maybe even black women don't have that, those kind of friendships where they can be completely vulnerable and transparent. And, and so they do have these, these positions of being afraid. But to, to answer your question, Yanni, I talk about everything that kind of bothers me. And I'm hoping that, you know, my wife continues to talk about things that are bothering her so that we can figure it out and then make some like really informed decisions. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's uncomfortable, but ultimately mm -hmm. I feel like it makes the relationship better. And I say that mm -hmm. as a therapist working with couples, when I see that they have breakdowns and it's usually a breakdown in communication, people say, you know, marriages fall apart because of money and marriage falls apart because of infidelity and marriage falls apart because of a lack of shared interest. But all of that is really, you know, there's no communication. Money isn't, money is a piece of paper, right? But we have, we have emotions around money. We understand the power of money, but if we don't talk about the emotions that are connected to our money, and we don't talk about the power connected to our money, then we say the relationship held apart because we have differences in money, right? And the same with infidelity, you know, and, and sexual interactions and attraction and all of that. It's not because somebody cheated, it's because they needed something else and they didn't know how to say it or you didn't know how to fulfill it because you didn't know it was there. So to, again, to another point you made, Yanni, I don't think that people just figure it out. Like, um, I feel, and, and you probably, so you probably be real annoyed with me when I be talking to you about stuff, because I don't think people just ever figure it out. I think, like, you got to talk about it. I feel like you got to talk about it, or else you're going to have somebody shouting at you at your um, big event over in Inglewood uh, after the party, and then it's going to start thundering, because both Oya and, and Yimiya got together and had a party, right? Like, you know, I, I want to um, talk about that, too. I, I don't I think that um Molly was just being a hater in that in that moment she wanted she wanted to be the plug you know mm -hmm. felt like she was the she plug being, yep she yeah. and the fact that she that um Issa was able to do it without her yeah made her yeah, yeah. 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 She was, I agree why, and that's I why agree. I'm team Issa because Molly was dead as wrong she was dead as wrong like was there's nothing cool about that. And I understand you guys are saying like, oh, but, you know, Issa did this and Issa did that. I guess I think about every in moment. In that moment, Molly was dead moment, as well. As yeah. moment by moment, right? Like, they should have had the conversation in the grocery store. Remember when they were in the grocery store and they yeah. were like, oh, we're going to talk yeah. about this later? That never would have flew with me. I'd have been like, nah, soon we're going to sit in the parking lot. We're going to talk about this now, right? Because later, you never know if later is going to come. People get yeah. sick. People have health issues. People pass away. You know, we're in this crazy time of corona right now. Like, you don't know if later is going to come. And then what? Yeah. I also I think it was, um, you know, some, some control. 
about yeah. it too. Yeah, I thought about that too. They, so were, they were dancing and, you know, doing the line dance. And so, you know, Molly's like, okay. I mean, they kind of both like, okay, I got my girl back, you know, okay. You know, Issa was pretty hesitant at first. And then she was like, you know, ah, forget it. Like, let me enjoy this. Like I did that kind of thing. Like, let's just, yeah. let's just be in the moment. Right. Yeah. And then at the end, when they got into the argument, Molly's like, Oh, so you just going to be all in my face just now, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, but you know what you did, you know, you, you know, you played me, you're going to try to play me, whatever. So it, it was just a super, a super selfish hater. Yeah, it was, moment. it was, yeah, it was. I agree. Yeah. She should have been so embarrassed. Asian Bay did that by comforting her because I would have been like, Listen, and I was wondering, are the is the relationship still going to be able to her? Is Molly's relationship with Asian Bay going to be able to last? Because after him he's saying this seeing behavior. parts of Molly that he's seeing like the ugly parts of her, and mm -hmm. and the ugly part of her came out with her best friend. Like if you, yeah. if, I, I prefer not to be, I prefer not to be considered a shady person, right? Now, I'm a Virgo. You see my necklace. I'm very observant. Uh -huh. I have statements around my observations, but never any emotions connected to them, right? So you know. I don't know. I'm just hurt. Like I lashed out. Like if she owns it, yeah. something, right. just something. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying because it may be too deep for her to really fully own it, right? But yeah. maybe if she just owns something, like look, even if she just says, "I I did. I was doing too much. I overreacted. I've just been this really messed up place. It's supposed to be my best friend. I don't know what's going on. Things are different. Things are changing. I don't know why. I'm just hurt. I I know I overreacted. That's not." Even if she says that's not who I want to be, like versus saying, because it might be who she is right now. Yeah. Her saying that's not who I want to be is some acknowledgement that she understands this is not a healthy behavior. There might be room for growth. So, yeah. Okay. You know, okay. I was just still yeah. caught up with saying, oh, Gondola. What's her name? Condoza? Oh, yes, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that. Yeah. I before we, I, I want to respond to something you said, Linnell, before we get the poor little condola who uh -huh. just caught up in the middle. But you said something that was interesting about worth. Is it worth it? And that is what, like, that is really key in the conversation between them because both of them have seemed to back away from the belief that it's worth it to talk, that it's worth it to be honest, that it's worth it to be open. And I wonder, because it, it, it happens, right? It happens in relationships. I can think of a friendship that I have right now where this person is very sick, you know, it, it's very sad, but I'm still keeping my distance because it's not worth it to get back into all of the drama and all of the ridiculousness and etc. And so when you stop wanting to fight for it, you know, then what happens? And I don't actually believe Molly and Issa do want to stop fighting for it. Yeah. Um, I'm just using that as an example because you said something, is it worth it? And I thought that was really uh, 
that was really That's poignant, Linnell. Yeah. A con- condola. Condola. Poor little Condola. Condola. Yeah. That's her. Okay. I keep calling her Gondola. Are you thinking about Condola? I tell you. Child, you don't make an impression. You can't make Condola. Yeah. Go- uh, Gorgonzola. That's yeah, right. Gorgonzola. Oh. Yeah. Gondola. Yes. For that interaction, I'm like, girl, first of all, you two shouldn't even have been playing this game of Kiki in the first place. Like, Ooh, that's Lisa that's, and that's, Condola? Lisa and Condola. What? Lawrence was as far as we know this is the man she was about to marry it was her last serious relationship that the show shows that there's clearly something still held there so from a business perspective I get it it's we're not saying that they couldn't have done business together but them starting to get into it, and that's why Molly was like girl what no different than there was a certain individual that you know uh, my god sister saw me being the nice wonderful person i am and she was like oh she wants to meet up with you and i'm like oh sure i don't care you know whatever our issues were were years ago who cares and she's like girl please no you know like come on are you no this person is still this person that's great that you don't have issue or you don't carry animosity but the dynamics are still the dynamics like them kicking it was just too much like i'm like okay so now you have this awkward moment because your relationship was business it, there was nothing beyond it and everything else was like this surface level let's act like we're really cool with this but if that was the case they would have remained look let's not make this weird i really like you i you know you really like me i'm like that that was that was that was for tv because that it didn't make any sense. <laughs> For real, like I am like, whoa! I so could see myself doing that. I could see myself being like Issa and hanging You're out special. with one of them. You're special. You're now, special. I, 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 I'm special. going to say that that's not Dr. true, Linnell. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead true? and say that's not true. Mm-mm. You friends with Pam? She different. She's different, no. though. She's different, <laughs> though. She's different. You know, right. she's different because she came at me crazy. That's why she's different. <laughs> she is different. No, I, I can see she's different, but I think there's a limit. So I, I think there's a limit. And so, and I think Nikki makes a good point that I feel like Issa was acting. Like, mm-hmm. you're the type of person that if you were going to be friends, say Bradshaw got somebody decent you know, and you actually like that person. You're the type of person who I could see being friends with that, you know, being friends with her. Issa seemed to me like she was acting. Like yeah. she was like, I'm yeah. going to be mature. I'm going to be the bigger person. Like, you know, it, it didn't seem genuine. I'm only going to agree with you all because of the time frame. I feel like it was too soon for Issa. I think mm-hmm. it should have just mm-hmm. made you know, business or whatever, because they started doing business before she knew who mm-hmm. she was, you know. So I think, you know, because she, Condola was, is, was the plug. Right, um, right. You know, I, I would not want to let her go either. So I would just keep it like, yeah, like we don't have I to, get keep, it. don't be talking to me about your man. Like, I, w- I think I would, I would, I would like to say that I would do this. Um, you know, I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I would say, um, you know, hey, I know this is an awkward position for us to both be in. We don't need to talk about any of that. We're just talking business. I think you're awesome. Yeah. You're great. You know, happy for you. Do you? That's but that. Issa was this doing doing. Issa yeah. was a little extra with it. 
Yes. However, oh. however, I do think that it could work. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've had, yeah. I've like been in the club and danced with an ex's new person or whatever. But it was like X X X X X. You know what I'm saying? Not like yesterday's <laughs> ex. So, did you um, hear what Nikki said? Nikki said? What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> what'd you say, Nikki? I Nikki. said, but that was in the club. You know, the club is like Vegas. Anything happens in there doesn't count. <laughs> but we were all, I mean, we were all there together. Like, some I'm out of wine. This is a problem. <laughs> I, know, I know we're going to end soon because we don't. In the circumstance. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like. I feel like I one up you. I'm grinding on your ex. Like, hell, <laughs> I had her too. <laughs> First, <laughs> I Sorry. feel like you can you can compartmentalize things, right? Like people come into your life for situations. I think one of you guys talked about that before. People come into your life for situations. East, this is the first big win that Issa has had in a long time, and if it meant that she had to do that in conjunction with building up whatever type of relationship it is with Condola then cool. When she goes out on her next venture, maybe she doesn't need condola because she's already kind of set up something for herself. I'm, you know, my position is you get to compartmentalize things, right? Like, and, and, and that's okay. Like you could be now, would, would it be okay for Issa to show up at condola house knowing that it's like a couple's party and Lauren's going to be there? That might be weird. That might be awkward, but that her name was Opera Blagger, right? That's how this whole series started anyway. Like, that would be awkward. Uh, People always awkward. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my thing is, is I think it's okay to, like, if you don't want to really, if you, if you don't really want to be with that person anymore, you can move on. You you got to process some things. You gotta but that's the key point. Her. You said if you don't really want to be with that person anymore, you know the show keeps leading up to. Yeah, and they wow. very well, and they very well may, they very well may end up back together. I love Lawrence and Issa together. They make me happy as a couple. When that, when that yes, one guy, when that, when the show started, and that one guy was like banging her out, you know, um, slim from the, from the, the TSA airport, dude. that was a lot. Uh, that was a lot. I was not prepared. I was like, what's going on here? The blood thing. Is this soft porn? What's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> and then her face was looking real uncomfortable. And I no, was no, like, no. We her in the ba- wait, 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 wait. Her in the bathroom. Her in the bathroom with the. Her condom. in the bathroom <laughs> in the joint. Go. Out. Out. Yeah. Out. I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Your mama know what you're doing. No. <laughs> I, that one I was watching the first um, episode again. I was trying to get through the first episode, and you know, it was Issa's birthday, and mm-hmm. she came in the house, and, and Lawrence was like, and she was looking at Lawrence like, damn, you're more of a bum than I am. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what is happening here? I thought that was so funny. Just going, um, like, everything was so different. Like, but isn't that the storybook, like the, the storybook tale of I'm with you, you're a bum, I'm not with you, you're not a bum. You and you gotta process that. And you gotta process that. Yanni told Y'all me need to about watch acrimony. And you're and you're not a bum anymore because I'm me. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 it's a pickle the, jar. The pickle, pickle jar. jar. I was just about right. to say that. Yanni <laughs> about the pickle jar, like how we end up in these situations. So, Lord, when me and Ayana was younger, we would end up in these situations where we dating people. And then, oh, <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we dating people. And then they, um, and then the relationship oh, ends. And the next thing you know, they marrying the next person that they dated. And we're like, wait, what happened with this? And, you know, we, uh, we should, we should, I think you all would enjoy discussing. If you haven't seen the movie Acrimony, 
You're gonna think it's terrible. Who is the wait? Is this one of those Medea movies? It's, it's Tyler Perry, but uh, Taraji. Yeah. So on the that. surface level, on the surface level, it's terrible, right? Mm-hmm. On the surface level. However, <laughs> if you look at it from it's glorifying internally what can be happening and going on and just putting all of that craziness on the outside. And if you really dig into it and look at some of just the history of like emotions and relationships and how things play out, it might be something there. Surface level, not so quite. However, yeah. there, there probably could be some things that you've either seen in other people or seen in yourself internally. I don't, I don't think we've done any of those things externally. That might be another, another show that's not recorded and no, all of this is getting recorded. You know why? Because we should, these are the conversations that Black women be having with each other all the time and nobody's putting it out there. Or people be thinking it and nobody is like saying it. I gotta decide if I'm gonna run for office first and then we, then, you know, give me the time. But in that, that case, in that case, we might just have to delete the video. It's coming back and I'm up on somebody's podium like, oh, yes. <laughs> Remember this? <laughs> So what we're not going to do. <laughs> no, right. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up because we're like at about an hour now and, you know, all that good stuff. But I would love to do this again with you guys. Should we make a movie or something that we're going to watch? Are we going to watch the next round of Insecure? Are we going to talk well, about maybe we, yeah, maybe we can do movie? Insecure for now. Unless, okay. uh, maybe we can do Insecure for now. And then depending upon where the discussions go, if like when Insecure is done, maybe we could just each rotate like a topic or something. Because I would love to talk about some of these housewives. I just watched (laughs) an episode of Atlanta because I'm catching up. It's good. It's good. They're taking off to go to Greece. I just saw the the episode. No, no. I want to talk about little fires everywhere. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh! Oh. Yes, that's okay. another one that we have got to. It talk is amazing. About yes. So yes. much. Yes. Yes. But okay. I think we should stick to insecure until the seasons, and then we could, or we could do a mix them up. We my vote for what I want to say. Okay. Little <laughs> fires everywhere is the business. It is amazing. Well, when do you guys want to do this again? Well, it comes on every Sunday. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So next week, are you guys down for like an hour next week? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I am. I so am. we'll do this again. So the week. question, can I ask you guys, you, you ladies, you three ladies, a question? Even if Molly apologized, would y'all be cool with us? I would. Fine, cool. <laughs> I, I would forgive her. That's BFF. Yeah. Like back to where they were. I think it, I think it depends on the level of apology. Um, but you you're gonna have to get real vulnerable with me. You have to tell me, you know, yes, you're, what, you, what you were going through, what you you're experiencing. If it's jealousy, if it's envy, if it's you know, you're gonna have to get fucking. Oh, excuse me. You're gonna have to get naked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Yeah. No, no, that's good. Come on, bring it out, Janai. Come on, come yeah. Let it out. Let yeah. it out. Come on. Come on, cuss words. Yo, yo, you're going to have to get naked. Like, your soul is going to mm-hmm. have to. But I think, I think that <laughs> Not if, your soul. if she's vulnerable and gets naked and lets it all out, but yet I'm still just, okay, thanks, I forgive you. That's not gonna work. See, this is what marriage is about, right? Here. Oh, oh, that is. He 
slid right this is down how we with communicate. a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> he buys the big bottle too. Well, look, I'm around the corner. Yeah, okay. thank hey, you. Alice, I know that's right. So next week we'll go home. Can, 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 can I train Nyan to go in the kitchen and win you can. cocktails? You can. Okay, yeah. he's three, but I'm like, can you can you grab Listen. that all, that bottle over there? Because all, he don't know okay. what he's pouring. Just you just you <laughs> just gotta you, make sure he's doing the push up so he can grab the big bottle. But you, but you gotta relabel the bottle so it doesn't seem like you know we gotta call we gotta call uh child yeah child protective services. Services. it can't say pinot <laughs> grease right it gotta say yeah, don't do it on this video <laughs> yeah don't do it on the video don't my do political career is about to be over put the apple <laughs> on it <laughs> no, I like that. That was nice. That was nice. Okay, so Janai says she got to get butt naked. Linnell, yeah, I forget. Oh, you okay? You butt naked? Okay. Forget butt naked models. I tend to be rather forgiving. You guys know I'm I, I'm rather forgiving, but I do agree with Jay that it needs to be a conversation. It's not just going to be a. I'm sorry, and let's move on kind of thing. Like, no, we need to sit and we need to have a conversation, like Jay said, about what you were feeling. And and in the group text, I also mentioned to you guys that I need to know when this started for you, right? Like, don't just tell me that this is, you're just apologizing for what happened at, you know, the event. No, when did this happen for you? Because we need to figure out what I've been doing this whole time. If it's a relationship, then both of us are involved. You blew up. But maybe you yeah, felt like yeah. I did something in the meantime and you didn't feel like you could come and tell me. So I need to know what that is because if I don't know, I'm likely to do it again. And right. you're going to be thinking that I'm being, you know, mean or vengeful when in actuality, I'm just living life and don't know what's bothering me. So yeah, Can we talk me, about yeah. that next time as far as, um, can we bring up next time the word toxic and what that means? At, so this is this is a personal situation for me because I... I, I told somebody that I love dearly that they were toxic, right? So remember, they said that in this episode. And I've had, um, you know how they have buyer's guilt, buyer's remorse? Yeah. <laughs> the whole concept of, you, you know that this, like, I know this wasn't a bad thing, but because of how seriously I take words and the strength behind words, and I know that I meant it, right? But I still feel bad because it's just that nice person in me that's like, oh, I really hurt somebody. However, <laughs> it is the truth. So yeah. I'm, I'm curious in, in our next conversation, you know, be, so that's the part that for me, when you attack my character, I can accept your apology. But whether you were in the heat of an emotion or not, I can't, anything that hits that deep to who I am at the core, I will forgive you, but we won't be the same. We yeah. just won't. I, I'm not capable. It's not that I don't want to. It will always, the next time you do something, I'm always going to take it there. Yeah. Because you yeah. hit me so deep that it's it's like, oh, you said I was, well, they didn't say I was, I told someone they were toxic. And I feel badly about it, however they are. Um, you know, and so this is the part of growth where, and, and honestly, I will credit my relationship with Derek, my husband, to being able to have hard conversations. Because I really think that before he's such a direct person that he's kind of like, he, he kind of forces you to have the hard conversation. So yeah. it's like, you're wasting your time not having the hard conversation. Yeah. Like you're wasting your time 
and energy not so you're just going to let somebody keep doing something like you need to have the conversation if they ride for you they ride for you if they yeah. don't like if they really ride for you just like you said Linnell with Janai and Ayana you've had hard conversations yeah. um so I think I really have only one hard conversation left to have so you know this has been a, a the last couple years have been like an extreme growing moment so these circles and these conversations are really helpful because yeah. like I said, I'm, I'm the exact opposite. Like, I don't want to hurt you so much. So um, I have one left and I still haven't figured out how to have that conversation while preserving their relationship because it would be stating perspective and stating position and listening to their perspective and position. But if I stop believing in your ability to change or do differently, that's when it makes me less likely to want to have that conversation. Well, I think also too, um, I know we're going to get off in a second, but um, I, I also think sometimes those conversations are, are absolutely necessary because they, you know, even, even if we apologize and, you know, you're forgiven and, and whatever, we might also see that we're just so different. And our relationship was just not what we thought it was. And that's okay. You know, yeah. That's okay. It's okay to move on. And, you yeah. know, thank you for being whatever you were for me during this time period or whatever. Yeah. No hard feelings. We'll still hug and kiss when I see you. But I'm not about to be talking to you every day, telling you everything that's going on with me or whatever, because we just don't have that level. We don't have this type of relationship or that level of trust. And we're just different people. And that's okay. So. Yeah, but see, this this relationship, imagine if, and not to put anybody in a sad mood, imagine like, okay, let me Now, now what happens if this person watches this video? You sure you want to talk about it before you had a conversation? Back to my political career. <laughs> well, Ayana got to answer the question too. Y'all yeah. forget somebody? <laughs> oh, I'm team butt naked. So I will pick a team. I, will I like team. it. I like <laughs> and I am team butt naked. Like, I don't think it's impossible to forgive Molly's behavior, but she'd have to get butt naked. Mm. I am petty enough that I'm kind of like with Nikki that I'm not sure things could be the same only because it was such a public display yeah. of, of, ignorance you know what i mean yeah. and so i think that's the part that's equally hard in the in it is that you're gonna do this uh it's like somebody blowing up at you at your wedding yeah. you know this is like one of the greatest days of your life and you go really like you, you would choose to do this now embarrass yourself like just it to yourself like you're paying you're gonna pay play of conflict will have yeah. like, run for the hills I can't. there's nothing right. you need to do you just you gotta pay for that regardless yes yeah. yeah but i think but naked and definitely understanding more of i would need to understand more of where molly was coming from yeah um but it's a, it's it's slightly unlikely. It's slightly unlikely. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mentioned PDC. I I can do certain levels of public display of affection that are age appropriate, but public display of conflict I cannot do. I will shut all the way down. I will not do it. I'm not engaging. So we're either going to fight or you're just going to talk to yourself. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you should fight, but I'm just saying, like, I'd rather do that than you go through some level. I, I just, it, it makes the skin on my, like, veins and muscles and all that blood flowing inside, like, it just makes it prickly and stand. I do not like public displays of conflict. I don't. Don't don't look at me like you're upset. Don't argue with me in public. Don't. We can talk about it later. I will pull it all the way together before we get out the car and be a whole other person, sunshine and roses. I'm not doing this. Yeah. 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 This and on a day that oh. was so important. Um, uh, yeah. On a day that was so important. True. I think blowing up at the Starbucks you know like in the grocery store yeah that was very different than mm-hmm. this was like this a vision event, i a think it event. was i think nathan said it actually that you know remember just this last year we were at coachella and you came up with this idea mm-hmm. and it's a year later and it's happening like yeah. that was huge and for her to make a scene like that in this context is it's just extra salty it, that's just Mm, that's just extra. Mm-mm. Um, I wrote down for next week that we're going to talk about toxic friendships. Ayana, that made me think about time and place in conversations. And then I, I also want to talk about ego, right? Like what, how ego really plays a role in some of this. Like um, sometimes people don't forgive because their feelings are hurt so bad or their ego is hurt. They're so embarrassed. And and what happens when we don't forgive? What happens when our ego is bigger than than our emotions? What happens when our ego is bigger than our purpose, right? So we'll talk about all of that. We see that we like to talk, right? So next time, I guess we're going to talk. Uh, I'll set aside a little bit more time for us to talk, right? Right now, I'm about to go fill up my little champagne flute. And I'm going to enjoy the rest of happy hour, which means I'm really going to be texting y'all for the rest of the night. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I have this child. I have this child who like wants to eat food, and I'm like, why? I, no, I'm, yeah, like, can't you see? I'm enjoying this conversation. I'm not worried about you and your little hot dogs. <laughs> That's real talk. That's real talk. We be looking at these kids like, man, where you come? Man, I'm like, you hungry again? You ate like five hours ago. Did I really? It's just re- well, we'll talk about parents and stuff later because we'll be looking oh, at it like, did I really choose this? You know, loving our kids 100%. But there's a parent, there's a part of motherhood that people are not being honest about, and maybe we, no, can, we can go ahead and have that conversation. Oh, sure. I gotta get off of this thing because my wife is gonna be texting me like, "Girl, what's up?" So let me get out of here. I love you guys 100%. I'm um and then Thank I'll, you, ladies. And then I'll let you know when it's when it's up, and then you make sure that you send folks over so that people come in and listen to our dialogue. Right? Yeah. So I love you guys. I'll see you okay. guys later. Love you guys too. Bye bye.